Mike doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to have him, uh, without practicing, play the theme song to the show on his recorder. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best idea. I actually, when he said that he had purchased a new recorder, I was thinking, oh, well, we, we need to get it on the show. Immediately. Uh, so that's the, I the perfect, exact same yeah, immediately. <laughs> Before he's had time to practice at all. <laughs> Correct. That's why we're going to do it right at the top of the fucking show. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then you should, it should be, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're familiar with like the uh, ketchup dispensing robot with the Jurassic Park recorder theme song behind it. We should use Mike's, but, oh, come on. We should use Mike's bastardized version of whatever he plays as the intro for this episode. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. we're going to fucking do. Okay. Uh, no, Joe, hang on. I'm going to send this link to the group chat because... Yeah, come on, ketchup uh, robot. I'm sure I saw it. I don't remember. Jurassic though. Park. Oh, uh. <laughs> I just saw the thumbnail and started cackling. Hang on. Hey, dude. Mm. Oh. Good, good day. Good, good. Any time of day. It's not a time of day. It's just. Hold on, I'm gonna podcast. I'm gonna watch this video <clears throat> real quick. And Can then, you play uh, it for the whole group? Yeah. All right, good. Mike Mike has to know this, I'm sure. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, you you sent this to me a while ago, <laughs> ten years ago. Well done, robot. <laughs> he, he did precisely what he was invented to do. Uh, he, 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 he attempted to do something close to what he was invented to do. Yeah, it's approximate. That's all any of us. All any of us is trying to do is just our best. Our best, Mike. Sean, was it? Was it the, the fact that I got a new recorder that made you think of that video? <laughs> I, to, I, I will. It's rec, it's recorder music. I'll say. So I'll say. I, Joe had a much more dastardly idea, <laughs> which reminds me, you're listening to a little nonsense where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Moracle. With me, as always, Sean Keller. Hi, I'm Sean Keller, and Mike Pareto. Hello, this is my voice. I'm Mike Pareto. This is me. This is who I am. Hello. This is a little nonsense. This is how I sound when I talk. And now, Mike, go get your recorder. I don't know. I, uh, no, you do know. We know. You know. I, I haven't had enough time That's to exactly. practice. That's precisely the point. Exactly. So, so your very first outing, uh, I want you to play the theme song to this show without any practice whatsoever right now. Is that too much to I ask? Honestly, I honestly couldn't even do it right now just, just with my voice. Yeah, it's going to be great. Sure you good. Oh, dear God. Let's hear it. Okay, let me, go, let me just go get it. A little, a little offended that he says he couldn't even do it with his voice. I feel like I wrote a pretty catchy theme song. I agree. And I think that... Uh, what? 
God, now I'm blanking on his name. The oh, yes. The, the gentleman who converted that into a chiptune uh, yes. track for us. He did a solid job. I got oh, He really did. It, it's, it's, whenever I listen to it, I'm able to be a fan of my own work, which is really <laughs> yeah. every, everything I've ever wanted in life. is <laughs> a good excuse to be a fan of myself. <laughs> Can I? No. Can I hear it? Can I hear it? <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think you should do All it right. once without hearing it. And I'll, we can use that as him. the uh, as the post episode uh, bumper, the little sting <laughs> at the end. I don't, I, I, I can't do it at all without hearing it. I, I'll just have to play something entirely. Different. <laughs> I mean, just approximate it. Yeah, you can approximate it. What do you think it is? Uh, approximate. Mike, it. Mike has awesome. never listened to a single episode <laughs> of this podcast. I feel it's. I think it's fair Which to mention. Is, it's gonna am- be amazing because in nine episodes he has to edit one. Well, that's 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 go. not it at all. <laughs> I approximated it. I tried it. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that was wonderful. I'll just, I'm going to do a harmony to it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I tried. Yeah, pretty you, good. Okay. Thank you for being yeah. a good sport. Pretty, pretty good. I, I, I have to admit, I, I have heard that song, but I totally completely yeah. forgot. I, I think it's been like one or two times that I've actually listened to it. I'm sorry. I think they were the two times that we played it on this podcast while we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that checks uh, out. I got good news for you guys. Uh, ooh. I woke up to another note that I left myself while I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. The spy trade is one of treachery and deceit. I'm not going to tell you where the bomb is. The truth is just another red herring. So you're going to kill me? (laughs) Then get it over with. Until one agent decides to stop playing games. No, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna blast you in the dick. (laughs) Wait, what? You heard me. I'm gonna blast you straight in the dick. (laughs) Ah, my chumps! From the writer-producer of 2004's Super Babies, colon, Baby Geniuses 2. (laughs) Now I'm going to go to your secret underground base and blast everyone there in the dick. Ow, my dick! Ow, my dick! This is the trailer? <laughs> and obviously an Amazulu Max Flix Plus original movie. Who are you? Me. I'm Special Agent Dick Blaster. This summer, all dicks will be blasted. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Any uh, <laughs> any ga- any guesses as to what the note I wrote myself was? Dick blasting. Dick blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Guy who shoots nothing but yeah, dicks. Pretty much. It says uh, the movie. It says spy movie where the guy blasts people in the dick with his gun. <laughs> <laughs> so so we were all right. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I, I I did Mike Mike held up his recorder a couple of times. I was kind of hoping he would add the soundtrack. <laughs> so you wouldn't <laughs> so you wouldn't have to add one later. <laughs> Mike Mike what would what would the soundtrack to a Dick Blaster movie be? What do you think? That's, that's, that's very peppy. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect that's, that at all. Oh no! That's like you blasted me in the dick. We left. <laughs> we, we left the Shire for the first time and started blasting dicks. <laughs> Frodo, where'd you get that weapon? What is that? A gun? Oh, what you got there, Frodo? Let me take a look there. Oh no! Oh no! My dick! <laughs> Master Frodo, you shouldn't be handling such things. Here, let me take it. <laughs> what does this button do, Master Frodo? Oh, my dick! <laughs> Frodo Buggins! What are you doing with such a weird invention? Here, hand it over to me. Uh, my dick! <laughs> I'll have no pointy ear taken on one of the new inventions from me. Hand it over there, Legolas. What have you got? Oh, my dick! <laughs> Ah, uh, whatever. I can't do it. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think there aren't enough nerd comedy podcasts that just feature on-call recorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this should be a staple. I think. I think we need look at keep look this. at how little look how little this thing is. That's what she said. <laughs> I fucking hate look you. At it. <laughs> No, I think Mike should keep the recorder on hand uh, every subsequent episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case Just in case we need it. <laughs> I mean, what's the harm in that? I mean, I mean you never know. Can I can I can can, <laughs> can either of you think of a single downside to that plan? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, lots yeah, of. I mean, uh, every si- everyone every single, will stop listening. <laughs> every single listener we lose is the downside. <laughs> I do. I do now want to like rescore famous movie scenes with Mike and his recorder. <laughs> just, <laughs> just any any dramatic uh, famous movie scene, and just let Mike score it. I'm up for I'm up for the challenge. All right, ready? We're gonna, we're gonna do the Empire Strikes Back, uh, Vader and Luke on on Cloud City. Here we go. Ready? <clears throat> Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> That's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> no, no. 
we lost all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, be, uh, be, very, be very liberal with your edits on this one, Sean. <laughs> I haven't heard a single thing I'm going to need to edit. <laughs> oh, I had something I wanted to discuss with both of you because you both send a lot of email for business. Business email. True. Yeah. yeah. Do either of you either take issue with or perhaps your offenders yourself of the unneeded exclamation mark in a business email? Do you know what I'm talking about, first of all? Yeah, like, like, thanks, Joe. Yes. Or exclamation mark. <laughs> we've okay. got we've got more coming your way later today. Exclamation mark. I uh, n- nothing nothing I, I, is this exciting i i tell you what i don't I'm, find i'm guilty sorry go ahead mike i i i don't find an exclamation mark appropriate ever in a business thank email. you yeah so unless it's like unless it's like we're going out of business <laughs> <laughs> exclamation mark <laughs> that's kind of a that's kind of a big deal. I think the I think the exclamation mark in a business email is just that ha 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 business meme in written form like email form. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I, I uh, I'm guilty of this because when you're I establishing, knew you would be. I know you knew I would know that you knew would know that I know. Uh, I think that when you're establishing a new relationship. With, a, with an outside vendor, or you're trying to express excitement for this new partnership. Yeah, but I'm uh, not. I, I, you, you're not. I'm not excited. I agree that you are not, but I'm okay. saying that sometimes I am, and sometimes I want to illustrate, hey, I'm very excited to be speaking to you, because what you said about you know your proposal or whatever yeah. it is that I'm communicating... So, so I, I will absolutely toss in some exclamation marks in business does emails. It change, does it change your opinion? Before your question, Mike, does it change your opinion on its use if I tell you that as someone who receives a lot of email with exclamation marks, none of which I believe are warranted, mm-hmm. uh, that I think less of the people who send them? So does the I, possibility... I, I, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter to me. I don't. I don't care. Um, okay. But I also. I, I think you would also have to concede that your attitude towards human interaction in general is probably in the minority. Accurate. Of, <laughs> warranted. Of, no, it's probably probably in the minority of what most people uh, consider appropriate. You know. Listen, I like. I, I like. You dealing don't suffer with fools. I just. I just want to deal with who I want to deal with and on my own terms all the time. I don't see what's, right. I don't see what's so unreasonable about this. <laughs> Which is, look, it's very efficient. And as I an and- choose all of my interactions from the start to the end. Correct. Every day. It's a very efficient way of communication. And as a robot, you are correct. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying as a human, sometimes you need to add a little bit of inflection or kind of let well, them know. I have know, a couple you know, of, I have a couple of follow-ups here. First of all, Sean, how often do you send an email with an exclamation mark to a man? Uh, Interesting question. How often? I, I would say 70, 60 to 70 percent of every email that I'm sending to a man, maybe, uh, depending on so, what so the content is. Really, you is. use exclamation I'm sorry. Not only do you send a lot of emails with exclamation marks, uh-huh. 60, 60 to 70 percent of your emails... Two men, uh-huh. 
involve exclamation allow, marks? Allow me to explain. 90% of my email communications are with new prospects who are inquiring about an apartment, in which case I will absolutely start my email with, Hi, Joe. Uh, Hi, Mike. I see. I see. So you're saying so I will you, most of your... Most of your communication is with customers. Correct. So if it's an internal yes. email okay. to uh, someone who's uh, overseeing my work, or if it's just someone who's on my same level in the company, very rarely, the, the percentage goes way down. But for me personally, because most of the interactions well, see, was, are with strangers, they start with an exclamation mark. I was I was basing this whole conversation on you're communicating with people in my company with whom you work. Okay, so yeah. then in that case, yeah, very rarely will I use an exclamation mark. Very rarely. Okay, and is an exclamation mark better or worse than a smiley face emoji? Better. It's better. Is it is it less I don't want to say offensive, but Joe, what what are, <laughs> what are we looking at right now, Joe? Oh, the ha 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 business meme. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, all I see is there it is. All I saw was, all I saw was a ha ha busin. <laughs> That's what I saw. I was like, I was like, which Iranian so, prime minister is this? His name is a ha ha busin. Is this a political he, figure? Was he assassinated he, recently? Yeah, he kind of looks like a dictator. He does. I'm he sure he is. Cigar. <laughs> I'm sure he is a dictator. I'm sure he is. That guy. There's so many of them out there. That's <laughs> no look. A smiley face is way worse. A smiley face is what you send a lady when you're trying to sleep with her in a text message. You don't send a smiley face to an <laughs> oh employee. Oh my god! I've sent so many people the wrong signals. Then <laughs> you don't look. Oh, dear if, you're, god. if you're sending a company email, an exclamation oh, point know. is okay occasionally, but you don't put a smiley face. You're not texting this person. It's not. You're not trying to get in their pants. Yeah. Exclamation point both, all the way. I think they're both a little bit too much, but uh, but the smiley is too too much. That's like, are, are mm. you gonna send a winky face? And the, or what about like the tongue out smile? Are you gonna send that? Are, are you sending emojis to your coworkers? Those are, I mean, we're we're escalating here, Sean. I think. I'm just saying, if you're willing to send a <laughs> smiley, you're surely willing to send a winky face. I would rather send an email consisting entirely of emoji than a single exclamation mark. <laughs> oh my god. I'm actually I'm kind of on board here with Joe. That's insane. Because, Get out of no, here. But an exclamation mark like like an emoji is this is how I'm kind of feeling right now. But an exclamation mark is just like <gasps> No, but <laughs> you know, okay, like, but if you're sending an email that's I like I can't believe it's already March. You can if you easily send me justify email, putting I'm an exclamation moving. point. <clears throat> no, come on. Yeah, I mean, Joe Joe can't tolerate that I know in normal can't. conversation on a daily basis. I know, so I'm saying true. It, let alone let alone in written but a, permanently recorded uh, fashion. A normal person, <laughs> a normal person. I can't believe there aren't it's already any of those March. on this show. Mike is the closest thing we have. <clears throat> that may be true, but I'm uh, I'm just saying there are plenty of plenty of reasons to include an exclamation mark. There is no reason to ever include a smiley face. Including a smiley face means that you are not good enough with words to get your point across, and you need to introduce hieroglyphics into the conversation. You shouldn't have to draw a literal picture to someone to get them to understand what you're saying. 
I don't think we should be denigrating hieroglyphics in this way. I, I just don't think that. Oh, you got caveman friends that are going to be offended. Language. <laughs> use words. Just use use words. Shakespeare didn't use smiley faces. He yeah, used exclamation great example, points. Because I'm sure every every single email you send that's like I can't believe it's March already is fucking Shakespeare and making fun of hieroglyphics. <laughs> making fun of hieroglyphics is really alienating our four thousand year old mummy listeners. <laughs> that's them putting mail in our hole. They're so angry. They're gonna curse us. I'm just saying, look, you can get across whatever you're trying to say with punctuation and words. Yeah. You don't need to create I, these I, little I robot agree. faces I with agree. your parentheses. There are, there are, the punctuation I accept is the period, the comma, the colon, and the semicolon. That's, that's really all you need. <clears throat> it is all you need, but there's nothing wrong with an occasional exclamation point. <sighs> Unless you're sending in, the in, email from the IT crowd, fire exclamation mark, fire exclamation mark, <laughs> then you don't need an exclamation mark. What is that? Fire. What is that new? What's the new phone number for emergency services, Mike? Oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one one nine nine one one nine seven two five three. All right, perfect. I just I forgot it for a second, so now I remember it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I a smiley face though, or any sort of emoji that that is like that should be a very clear cut. Hey, so if you're working in a business, don't molest your coworkers and don't send emojis. That's a very easy rule to follow. I think we can include don't send exclamation marks. I, I agree. Though. I want that added to the list. I don't. I'm not. I don't think that either Joe or I disagrees that you should not send emojis. No, but I think we do disagree that you should probably not be sending. But you think that emojis exclamation are better marks. than exclamation marks? No, that's no, what I, Joe I, is I, asking. Not better. I'm saying I would rather well, use I, them. <laughs> I'm not and not because they're I, better because I, I think it's funny. So there is an outside vendor who you have worked with previously. Say that you had a two to three year relationship professionally where you called this person or you emailed this person you guys did a lot of business together and then three years goes by okay hold on i so i've been dealing with it i just want some background i've been dealing sure. with this person for three years Let, i i gotta yes. check this story out so we gotta yes. do a quick role play where i'm okay. going to call you and you are this person all okay. right ring ring hello hey it's joe uh, Joe... I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I'm terminating I, I my business immediately. You don't know who I am? Ah, oh, my dick! <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me do the ringtone next time. <laughs> that's a... That's a cancerous cricket. Uh, no, listen. You've, you, you've, you've had a relationship anyway, so... Why did he have cancer? I, I don't, why did he sound like that? I don't know. You, you, you made the noise. Uh, so why? You're, you're getting back in touch with this person. It's a long-lost friend. It's a long-lost business contact. No, and you, long you lost say, friend. Hi, Mark. No. With an exclamation mark. No, absolutely mark. not. Hi, Mark. Uh, I don't like this at all. 
it's me, Joe! Exclamation mark. Can you believe it's March? <laughs> Question mark. Exclamation mark. Oh, God. Oh, my dick. Wait, now, now we're... Now we're combining question marks and exclamation marks. This is even worse. You're not even, you're you're well, not even gonna use it in mark. You're not even gonna use it in Tarabang. <laughs> I this whole message is all exclamation marks. The whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't like well, any I don't mark. like I don't like any part of this. It's been so long! Exclamation mark! <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean uses a lot of exclamation marks. I see. I'm see. I'm picturing his business emails as like someone who put up a flyer for free guitar lessons. <laughs> and there's and, tabs yeah, to pull. There's tabs to pull, and it's just like free guitar lessons, and there's like thirty exclamation marks, and it's all in Comic Sans. <laughs> Uh, well, oh, well, no. you have to use Comic Sans. Wingdings, nobody reads it anymore. You got to use Comic Sans. No, I prefer it because it's closer to hieroglyphics. That's true. Which I'm, which I'm more wingdings. comfortable with. I, I, I'm assuming Wingdings is what you're talking That's about. That's what I said, yeah. We, yes, but that... Nobody, nobody can read that, right? I mean, you have to cut and paste that into your... Wait, you can't read Wingdings? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be amazing I if, can't. if like everyone knew how to read Wingdings except for Mike. <laughs> Mike's no, like, what, is this like a joke uh, font? No, you, you fucking idiot. It's Wingdings. Of course you can read Wingdings. Can you read Times New yeah, Roman? It's, it's it's not a joke font. It's just called Wingdings. <laughs> it's, I, I use the nincompoop font. Can you not read nincompoop? <laughs> I don't understand. I wanted to, I wanted to uh, bring something to your attention, guys, that I did not realize until okay. just a couple days ago this could be anything as far as you're concerned yeah i'm scared <laughs> i'm me yeah. um did you were you aware that our united states national anthem ends in a question mark yes have you ever joe have you ever really thought about that it's 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 actually the only national anthem in the world upon a little research that starts with it which starts with a question and ends with a question. Francis Scott Key, you know, wrote it during the the, the war of uh, what 18 uh, the war the war of 1812. 1812, thank so, you. Yeah. And and there were actual bombs <coughs> bursting in air, so the last line of of as But have we you ever actually it, like have you ever actually like thought about the lyrics? Well, yes, I have. So so but but again not until 2 days ago. So he's oh. he's he's hearing bombs bursting in air, and he's literally asking, "Hey, like, is our is our flag still there, guys? Like, are we are we still a country? Is this, you know, oh say does that Star Spangled Banner yet wave, or the land of the free and the home of the brave?" He's asking, "Are we still a country?" Oh, I see. But everyone always says that last brave, like, very. It's a very declarative, like. Oh yes, and the home of the brave. But it's like, guys, are we are we still here? Are we still a country? It's actually a very, it's that, a question that makes it. I the think point, that makes though, it is, much more fitting. The point is though that <laughs> if you can see the flag waving, then yes. But he's asking, can you see it? Oh, say does yeah, that exactly. Star Spangled Banner wave? Right, but that's that's the point of the whole song is, can you see it? Is it there? Yeah, the first line. Oh, say, can you see? I no, I understand. That is the point of the song, though. If you can, which we can, 
at all then times. Then our country basically. still exists. Yes, it's not. We don't purport to have a permanent situation here. Well, that's I think it's, upsetting. That's kind of, shouldn't shouldn't we purport to have a permanent situation here? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've always we've always considered it an experiment. <laughs> but but that seems to in your anthem to concede that yeah. this may fail seems like a weak anthem. Just seems kind of weak to me, I guess. All right. Nonsense. It's the strongest anthem. Fuck you, America. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I guess Sorry, I had to, I, there's some like light. There's there's like a there's an ambulance outside. I don't know what's going on right now. But uh, Joe's like, yeah, that's my every single fucking <laughs> minute I, I'm of surprised, every day. I'm surprised <laughs> one hasn't passed during this recording yet. <laughs> Mike, the ambulance is for you. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> my dick! <laughs> I, I, okay, so moving forward, every episode, Mike, you need to have your recorder. Joe, you need to have your finger on that button. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to be hard to do because it's. I've got it on like three pages of my my sound effects board, so work. Anyway, up. it 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 kind it kind of blew my mind that I get what you're saying. Though, that I it do. ends in a question, I, it, and I I did also I researched that. Okay, as we sing it, that anthem is just the first verse out of like four verses that Francis Scott Key wrote. But also, it's pretty normal for the person singing it to point to the flag, while they're while they're reading, or singing the verse. You know. But but it's also worth noting that he wrote that like during an aerial bombardment. Like that that's got to be somewhat unique to the lyrics of a national national anthem, right? Yeah, I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I I think it's a terrible national. I, I really think we should have a different national anthem. I've always I, thought I, I think, that O Canada was way better. <laughs> oh, Canada I, is just a more is a prettier song. America the Beautiful would be a great national anthem. Okay, not as strong sounding. No, we do the strength with our gigantic guns and nuclear weapons. <laughs> we we play the music with our weapons. Is that what you're advocating? No, we play it with the recorder, <laughs> <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Uh, this is the wrong key. What are you doing? This is very, very difficult. A, neither of those was our national anthem. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a tough song. I, I mean, I feel like, I feel guys, like I'm about to, to me, unsubscribe. To I feel like I'm about to unsubscribe to the show. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I I never thought about that before, and I won't it's again. It's not something. Yeah, that that's a fair point. It, it was just always something that at the end of that song, it's such a strong like home of the brave, and it's just oh, that's the end of it, and you never think that it's. I actually agree. That is the end of it. Home of the brave. <laughs> <laughs> the home. Of, I'm Ron Burgundy. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, Blamco's Totally Safe Car Engines. <laughs> if you've got a car that's in need of an engine, why not try Blamco's Totally Safe Car Engines? These things are really, really safe. And isn't that what you want in a car engine? 
Blamco's totally safe car engines might occasionally break. But when they do, nothing horrible is going to happen. <laughs> Hot metal pieces aren't going to explode outward towards one or many persons. Boiling oil and steam isn't going to suddenly burst through the console and into the car's interior. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Because these things are really, really safe. You can count on them. And they work in all sorts of cars. Chevys, buses, and they're really, <laughs> really safe. But don't take my word for it. Listen to our customer. Name's Dale. My tractor broke down one day and nearly took my arm off when one of the engine blades flew off. Blamco's engines don't do that. Ain't no killer blades on them, I reckon. Or maybe there is. Uh, I don't think, Dale. Blamco's <laughs> <laughs> totally safe car engines are really, really safe. In the very rare instance, your Blamco totally safe car engine begins to shake violently or emit purple smoke. Please stand at least 4,000 feet away from Blamco <laughs> totally safe car engines. Blamco's totally safe car engines. They work? <laughs> if this episode isn't called, ah, my dick, <laughs> I don't know what we're even doing here. Oh, God. I... I've been uh, I've been on an alien binge where I have watched uh, Alien, Aliens, and Alien to the Third Power uh, recently, and I, I I just wanted to try and figure out why after the first Alien movie why it's so hard to make like a a great Alien movie. Because the, the, the first movie is so great, and the movie monster, as it were, is so great that it seems like it would be a really easy recipe to, to remake um, or to, to, you know, a formula to use. And there just hasn't, you know, Aliens was good. They, they built on the world building yeah. and, and sort of introduced more and a queen. But, like, since then, there has not been a good Alien movie. And I... I, Are you talking specifically about the Alien franchise? Yeah, I think th yes, I think because that was, okay. the first movie was so good. Well, I just want to make sure. And and the rules of the movie Monster are so great in that don't stab it or shoot it because its blood is acid, which will destroy your ship. Sure. And so so basically, it's like you have to just try and figure out a way to avoid it before it kills you. It's such a great. Uh, creature that it seems it seems like a no-brainer to like have a lot of great movies it blended uh, a lot of you know sci-fi and horror tropes together into you know just this seamless masterpiece practically the first movie is a masterpiece have you seen prometheus i've seen prometheus and covenant and they're not nearly as good as alien 
No, no, they're not nearly as good as Alien. That's true. I mean, they give you more backstory on the you know space jockey and yeah. and all that kind of shit. But it's like it, it doesn't capture the you know uh, think about like Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers and like just like these horror movies where you've got this relentless. I think all of those uh, also adversary. suffer from the same thing where same every yeah. subsequent movie is almost exponentially shittier than the previous movie. Well, Aliens was great though again because they did but it's, they did but some it's world building movie. and they took it they took it and expanded on it and they said hey Aliens a queen. is not as scary though. It's Aliens not. is not a horror movie. It's, it's more of like a yeah, it's, it's more of like an adventure. action adventure. Uh-huh. Exactly. I guess what I'm saying is this creature itself was so creatively designed. It was it was such a well designed well on the thought art out of, like H.R. adversary. HR Giger um, that it, I just, I feel like it's been done dirty to, to borrow a phrase from the kids. Oh yeah. Cause at this point uh, after what AVP two, it, it's, you know, uh-huh. Jason goes to space. I mean, the, the xenomorph is so great in that <laughs> it's, it's clearly an alien, but it doesn't look anything like what we would think an alien looks like, which is that's, perfect yeah, because an great. alien would look. I think exactly. I do think that, I do think the design of, the xenomorph, uh, its whole life cycle from the egg to the head crab to the chest burster yes. to the xenomorph, I think is is very creative. It's I think brilliant. That, it's amazing. I, I think it's unique. I, I've even had teachers. I remember teachers in college using it as an example of the kind of thing that, you know, you you can't really anticipate what life is going to be like. You know, outside of human life, and that's a weird thing for them to bring up because it was a political science class. (laughs) Yes, it was not a political science class. It was a bio bio science class. But but not even not even the life cycle, but the the time in which it happens. It's within like four hours that this thing. Yeah, and the other example is they usually used um, in 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 this course and and a couple of other courses that I took in college. Uh, it was thing. Oh. Um, yes, yeah. Carpenter, John Carpenter. Yeah, the John Carpenter thing. Similar kind of creativity there. I also want to say, before it, it, it goes away from my head, that and it's gone. One, of the all-time, <laughs> one of the all-time great <laughs> twists, in my opinion, is you have this trope in science fiction where, oh, we're receiving a distress signal. Oh, it's people who are in danger. Okay, let's go figure it out. Alien took this and turned it on its head where they go to investigate a distress signal and the signal is saying, stay away, don't come here, stay away. I thought that was such a brilliant fucking twist on on what's, you know, now considered a trope. It's like the call was coming from inside the house. Yeah. I guess you could say that they kind of recycled that a little bit in... Don't kill me, but lost with Rousseau's message. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. They do. They do recycle a lot in that show. Uh, but Alien did it way earlier, like 30 years earlier. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, you know, better. Although I love Lost. We know. Yeah, no, we won't. It's not, we're not going to give we you sure that right are. now. <laughs> thanks. Thanks to the bell. But uh, Alien is just a fantastic movie and deserves a better franchise. I think that it uh, is a renowned film with a lot of acclaim that gets exactly what it deserves. 
I don't think every single movie deserves a franchise. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think if it's good. I mean, if it's great. I'm sorry. If a great every great movie doesn't necessarily deserve. I think a franchise. we should it's retroactively just, get rid of some that exist. I think we can. Yeah. I think this show has the power to do that. So, what franchises do you? <laughs> what franchises do you want to get rid of? I would get rid of. At, I'm gonna get ahead of you here, Joe, but. Probably eighty percent of the Batman movies. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I was thinking about, and I know you're going to be shocked. I was thinking about all of the Batman movies today, and <laughs> <laughs> all of them. I was literally thinking all about all once. of the Batman movies. <laughs> and I was just thinking about, I was thinking about each movie uh, on its own merits, and you know, the the Schumacher years, quite rightly, take a lot of shit, but. I was thinking they they were just in the wrong era. You know, Schumacher was going for the Batman 66 level of camp with his movies. And if they hadn't come out in the 90s, which is probably the era that tried to be the fucking most edgy and sarcastic of all eras before or since... Uh, it mm. might have it might have seen greater success, especially if they had tried those stories, you know, closer to the Adam West Batman, and not thirty fucking years later. Yeah, I'll say that I would get rid of all of the subsequent Jaws movies after the first Jaws film. Oh yes, which is oh, which God, is funny yes. because Alien is often described as Jaws in space. Um, the big difference between them, though, is that I've seen Alien. Yes, but but it's they're both perfect movies, and Aliens does do some good stuff that, like, I don't think that we need to get rid of Aliens. But everything after Jaws is I don't even yeah, I don't even I don't even really think about the rest of the Jaws movies. They don't. I don't, you don't do, they you already don't, do don't exist. But there are of Jaws a lot of the them. Revenge. <laughs> No, but I and I do do regular re- rewatches of Jaws because it's. But there's four Jaws movies. Such such an amazing movie. That's three yeah. too many Jaws movies. So I think that's a great that's a great example. Um, Who's gonna say The Hobbit? <laughs> well, I I guess you would have to say the Lord of the Rings trilogy doesn't need more movies right because the hobbit are we considering the hobbit more lord of the rings movies yeah well it, we it's it's tough well but <laughs> the, the hobbit the book the hobbit came out before the lord of the rings trilogy but of course, of course the movies you know were it, it could have been one movie i don't think it needed to exist so in that sense i would say we, we probably should have ended the tolkien movies with the lord of the rings trilogy. can i can i change my answer real quick you can add another answer. Okay, if you I want to add the the Star Wars sequel trilogy. <laughs> I I don't think they needed I, to make I, seven, eight, and nine. I think we were I fine think, with I six. Think, uh, I I think you have to reduce to one movie three. if, like, if we're, do you? Yeah, if the if the original if the original thing is take away franchises trilogy, you have to. You, you you have to reduce to a single movie. So if you hit Star Wars, then it's going to yeah, go I, all the way to 1977, and you're just going to have can Star I, can Wars. Can I take away? Can I take away the prequels and the sequel trilogy? You're taking. You'd be taking away everything no, because except that's Star still Wars. A trilogy. Everything except that one movie in 1977. All right. Is what? All right. All right. Yeah, something that does not need to have been a franchise. 
is the idea. So regardless of what you do, even if we just have the original trilogy, Star Wars would still okay, be a franchise. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Um, even though it's going to get rid of the best movie in the franchise, I'm going to say Terminator. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, you can't do that because I, T2 I is better than Terminator. I know, I know I it's better, to, but... Then, uh, all of the subsequent, all of the subsequent things, are so bad that I would ra- I would rather Can we just, just say see that only, Terminator. Only Terminator Two no. needed to exist. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, with it's that. obviously better, but it doesn't matter. It's gone now. I have a feeling we're going to say this about Avatar in twenty five years when, <laughs> when the, the next movie, movie comes, comes out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice a lot of. A lot of James Cameron involved in this situation, oh, yeah. both good and bad. Titanic 2, 3, and 4 really did not live I up to the I disagree. <laughs> Titanic 3 is when it all came together for me. Titanic 2 would be such a hilarious movie title. Oh, my God. Ti- <laughs> Titanic? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I Can you give a Mike a bell just for saying that's funny out loud? <laughs> that's funny. That's rich. <laughs> um, shit, I I don't want to get rid of all the James Bond movies. That's not a good example. Uh, Grem- no, it's not. Gr- That's a great franchise. It is a great. And franchise. the first movie is um, anything you can say that wow. The that first movie, Doctor No, isn't great enough to. Oh, I have, I have a good example. Hit us. Oh no. Saw. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's a wonderful that's a solid example. fucking example because the first movie in that, that one might be the is best example. And the rest of them, I haven't seen all of the rest of them, but the ones that I have seen are. Total I stopped garbage. watching the second yes. one. First one's uh, great. About a half hour, and just no, I'm done. Yeah, Joe. I mean, I, I was gonna say Back to the Future, but. Nah. Two and three are like good enough to where you don't need yeah, to get rid of great, them, right? That's a great franchise. And even if you decided you wanted to get rid of the other two movies, I would understand that. I would. Yeah, I I could, but like they're still they're good they enough. They are good enough. Right? Like they're, they're not, not they're, they're not, not bad great movies like the first one was. But they're fine. But but they're not they're bad. Yeah, they're fine. I think yeah. they're okay. That's why I mean, even Alien is kind of tough because, as you said, the. <clears throat> Aliens is actually pretty. It's pretty good as a movie, yeah. but it's not. It does kind of depart from the. It's not the same quality. I'll I'll gladly get rid of Die Hard's two, three, and four. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> That's good. to stick with the initial Die Hard. But you want to keep five? Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Live free or what? Is there a five? I, I think, is it, I think there's a, a five, five, right? I think they. I think there's a oh, five. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> then we're definitely doing Die Hard. Die Hard stays, but the other ones go away. I hate every Die Hard movie except for the first one. So yeah. I, I totally agree with you there. It's not that I, I don't just like, oh, it's, it was okay. I uh, hate them. I Jurassic hate them Park. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. I was about to we're say gonna, Jurassic We're going to take Park. that all the no, way back to the first movie only. I wish, I wish that the <sighs> Spielberg, the Lost World book was so good, but the movie was a huge failure. I still love The Lost World as a movie. I'm, no, I'm I think hesitant. it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. I, that's uh, another one I didn't there's one, finish. There's one moment in that movie that's bad. There's only one movie. There's one moment in that movie that's bad. Is, that's it, it. The, is it the beginning? It's the little girl doing the gymnastics. No, it's the gymnastics. That's the only part of that even, movie that's bad. I don't even remember that part of it. Then but what's, I think... what's wrong with that movie? That movie's fucking great. It's been so long since I've seen that movie because I've never rewatched it, Sean. That 
You need to rewatch I, I it. I've it's, never seen. It's I've Spielberg. never seen Jaws, and you want me to waste time rewatching Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the Lost World? Please it watch Jaws bad. first. Yes, please watch Jaws. No, no, no. The Lost World, the movie is not good. The book it's is not great. bad. No, I ah, I, everything that happens after they get back to what is it, San Diego or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is just hot garbage. I mean, it's, it's like not. really, it's really bad. It's okay, like a Godzilla so a, movie. A T Rex going through the streets of San Diego is bad. Are you? When did yes. you lose your childhood? It's did so you, silly. Were it's your so parents stupid. murdered like Bruce Wayne? Like, <laughs> all right, I'm listening. How do you what? not have any sort of imagination? <laughs> yeah. Mike is just saying that a dinosaur running through the streets of a city is not I, fun. I remember, I remember those scenes. Now that was very stupid. I did not care for that. It's it's oh a my Godzi- God. it's a Godzilla movie, here. Sean. It's a God- It's a and monster. Everyone movie. hates Godzilla. No, I just I mean, that's why that, that franchise hasn't Sean, survived for fifty is years. It God- is it Godzilla two thousand, Sean, with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, <laughs> that movie's very hateable. <laughs> and Hank Azaria. Now you got what, my attention. Part of what makes Jurassic Park so great, actually, maybe the whole thing, you know, apart from I guess you, you just love to see dinosaurs in a movie. Yes, is the is the it's grounded in some kind of realism. That's the beauty of Michael Crichton, and the shit that happens in San Diego doesn't happen in the book. Why? That's why all, but why isn't it grounded in reality? What part of that movie is not grounded? A dinosaur marching around San Diego, like tearing uh-huh. shit up, is just not at all grounded in reality. There's no that well, shit. No, would, would, as it would soon be, as you said the word dinosaur, it's not grounded. But like, I, I feel like there was that's nothing not true. in it no, that was overtly you're being wrong. Disingenuous. That's not true. The original Jurassic Park is a hundred percent grounded in reality. The only thing about that movie that is not realistic is that you can take frog DNA and make a dinosaur out of it, or that the lawyer's not Jewish. Who says he's not Jewish? <laughs> I'm giving you a bell, but I was waiting until uh, I'm waiting until uh, I was waiting until you guys were done before I submitted uh, another thing. I want the franchise removed on taking it back to the first movie. The uh, the Superman with Chris Reeves back in uh, the 70s. Oh, only the first movie was was okay. any good. Uh Oh, yeah. I would like all subsequent movies to be stricken from the record, especially uh, Superman Four: The Search, for, The Quest for Peace. That was uh, yeah, the, the Search for Spock. Superman Four: The Search for Spock. It was terrible. The plot was very muddled. <laughs> it's not a good one. It's gotta true. love crossovers. Those are always good. <laughs> that reminds me also uh, the Matrix. The Matrix. How about the mask. Oh, the Matrix. Oh, the Matrix. That's a good yeah. One. Uh, I was going to say The Mask, because there's, like, Son of the, the Mask. The Matrix is a great one, because I almost regret that... Oh, I, guess that's the I can double up on Keanu, because I hated the other two Uh-oh. John Wick movies. The first one's the only one I like. Really? I wow. don't agree with Most that. Most people don't, I don't but they're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, giving, I'm, taking, I'm taking the bell End so that the topic of conversation. ends. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> This week's episode of A Little Nonsense Podcast is brought to you by... Cancer! Oh no! Hey! Fuck you, body! (laughs) Cancer. Also by... (laughs) Bothorps Inn! Oh no! (laughs) Please! Come to Bothorps Inn! Please! 
it's dark and scary out there. <laughs> it's nice and cozy in here. We've got cookies. Cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> and by Lucy's Novelty Doormats. Welcome visitors with one of Lucy's crazy doormats. Is that a hole in the ground? <laughs> no, silly. It's a... <laughs> it's a doormat that looks like a hole. How fun is that? Wow. <laughs> it really... It really looks like a hole. Spooky. Let me just... Wow, it's... It's so dark. <laughs> How did they do that? It's... It's as dark as an abyss filled with primordial shadow. It's almost madness-inducing. It's... Oh, dear God. Oh, it's pulling me in. Oh, oh God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Lucy's trans-dimensional portal signal. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. My dick! <laughs> Joe, what, Joe, what is the sound of a uh, of an Egyptian pharaoh being shot in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> it's everything I dreamed it'd be. <laughs> wow, that's stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> That could have been the uh, that could have been the name of this podcast, not this episode, just the whole show. Wow, that's stupid. If it wasn't a little nonsense. <laughs> it could have been wow, that's stupid. I have to write a whole that new theme song. Sort of means the same play. Ah, uh, good times, boys. Oh, you know, uh, I've been in kind of a a, a pirate kick, gaming wise lately, and uh, thinking about what I was going to do after we're done recording reminded me. Uh, of another franchise to get rid of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's just take that to the first movie. Oh yeah. Oh, oh god. All right. I actually, I'd, I'd be fine with that. I kind, I do actually kind of like Dead Man's Chest. Ah, <laughs> oh, my dick. That's what I think about that. <laughs> Pirates is one of those things that I can't differentiate between the different movies. It's like, what? oh, that was the one where Johnny Depp was like. Kind of drunk. <laughs> I I don't. No, there, I, okay, there is I, a gigantic I, I, difference in quality. I, oh, between. and there's Elizabeth Swan and there's Orlando Bloom. The Pirates of the Caribbean movies are like diehards now. Nobody knows how many there are. It's impossible to find out. It's oh, here's Elizabeth Swan and there's Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp's kind of for drunk. the listeners' the benefit. Pirates of the Mike Caribbean immediately eight. held up five fingers, which is the correct answer. <laughs> Mike, Mike has his Mike, finger on the pulse of Pirates of the Caribbean. And now Mike is going to play Hans Zimmer's famous score from Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Oh no. Um you have to give Here me Here it comes. You have to give me a second Here to it is. think about this. No, I'm not gonna do it. I can't do it. I, I, it's been it has been years since I've practiced this thing. 
You have to give me until next time. I'll be better. He's gonna play. He's gonna play Captain Jack Sparrow's theme though. Next time, next time, I don't do want do you to do bring do. the recorder because it's oh, funny no, gonna, this do week because you haven't practiced. I'm gonna bring do the do bass do. recorder next time. Do do do. Buy one. Bring that. Do do do. Do do do. Do do do. Do 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 do. I can't. It's too. It's too hard. I, I gotta. I gotta go, guys. Joe, shoot him in the dick. Ah! A... <laughs> My dick. <laughs> it's gone. Maybe he'll practice more next time. <laughs> and that is our episode, gentlemen, with a score of three. Sean. Well done, buddy. Thank you. You you almost I'm Sean you Kim. almost didn't lose, and then you just mm. did. <laughs> just couldn't couldn't help myself. Yeah, I'm Sean Keller, and I uh, uh, sh- got shot in the dick like five times tonight. Oh my god! I think we I'm, all did. I am, and shall continue to remain Joe Moracle. And I, Mike Pareto, aka Ah. <laughs> My dick. <laughs> Have a great week. A little nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you could be jolly. Since now and then is relished by the wisest men. I didn't even get to finish what I was saying. <laughs> I was talking and then I got shot in the dick. It happens. It happens to every guy. <laughs> <laughs>